1 John 5, 18, 19, 20, and 21. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God has come and have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true even in his son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. We, We don't have much further to go. On, on this journey through First John, but it's fascinating. Amen. Precious Lord, thank you for First John. Thank you for the biblical truth that's found in it. Father God, thank you for the confrontational message that God has spoken through John to speak to us, Father God. I heard Deacon Jeremy say it today, Father God, this is tough stuff. And these tough times calls for tough Christians. Father God, make us tough. Make us tough so we can be the light in a dark place, Father. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Make us tough. Make us tough so that we can shine as lights in a dark world. How about that? I know. Last week, last week we looked at verse 18 and Part of verse 19 last week, I preached on how do we know that we are of God? How do we know that we are of God? We ought to know. We got to know. That's right. We got to know. After going through John, John said, we know, we know, we know, we know all throughout the book. The whole, the, every chapter in First John, he talked about, and we know. Okay. What do we know? What do we know? We know that Jesus Christ died for our sins and rose from the grave. We know that. And the only reason that we know it is because God has put it on our heart to know. But when I looked at last week's lesson, I want to look at some of the verses that jumped out at me that because we need to know. First John 314. This was one of the one of the one of the verses that when I preached it maybe a couple months ago, it really, really resonated with me. It was really interesting to me. And it says First John 3, 14, it says, we know that we have passed from death to life. Anybody remember that sermon? Amen. Man. Amen. And I don't need to read anymore. But we have to know as believers that there was a time that we lived in a, in a way that if we would have died, we would have died. And as Deacon Jeremy said this morning, we would have died and went to hell. And we know that we live a rebellious life, a life of rebellion toward God. But John is saying, as believers, now I, I know the crowd I'm talking to in here. Everybody here to say they know the Lord, know that there was a time that we lived in a way that we didn't love the Lord. Amen. We did whatever we was big and bad enough to do. And whatever it was, we was fearless. We had no fear of hell, no fear of God, no fear of sinning. Okay? But then came salvation. 
Then came the light of God. Then he called us out of that darkness into his marvelous life. And we know. You better know. Amen. Amen. We know that we have passed from death unto life. We know we have stepped out of death into life. We know it. How do we know it? Because in our hearts, there's been a change. God has given us, given us a new nature. Okay? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he has passed from death to life. Meaning, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. The old things don't 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 attract us like they used to. They have some you ever had some food just don't taste the same to you. As you've grown older, your tastes for foods have changed. Okay? And as we walk this Christian life in our sanctification, things have changed. Amen. The old places don't have the same pull on us as they used to. Paul writing in, 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 in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 1.12. Now remember, these are pastoral letters, and Paul's teaching Timothy. He's saying, you gotta preach this stuff. Preach it a lot, Timothy. He says this about our newfound walk with the Lord. He says, he says, for the which cause, first 2 Timothy 1.12, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Watch this. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Here we go. It wasn't just John saying, I know. Paul said, I know. You need to know what you know. He said, for I know whom I have believed. I, that's a powerful statement. I know who I have believed. That means ain't nobody going to come into you, your world and change that. Amen. I don't want to hear about it. Nobody in here saying, you know, I used to be a Christian, but I converted over to Catholicism. I used to be a Christian, but I converted to, to, to Islam. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You were never a Christian. Amen. Okay? You were never saved. You were never born again. You decide. Listen. Let me, let me read this. Let me read it all. Let the word of God speak. He says, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, Paul's talking. I am not ashamed. A lot of people walk away from Christianity because they get shamed. A lot of people get shamed. They get shamed and they're embarrassed and they're ashamed. You know, I mean, they'll wear, they'll wear their brown stuff, their cowboy stuff, their stealer stuff, but they ain't wearing no Jesus stuff. Okay? They ain't wearing no Jesus stuff. And they're ashamed. They're ashamed to publicly proclaim Jesus Christ. They're ashamed to tell a crowd of folks, I, I'm, not, I'm not into that no more. Okay? What's up? What's wrong with you? You're a goody two-shoe. You're a Bible thumper. You're, you're a PK kid or all kind of stuff you hear. Paul said he can say whatever you want to say. That's right. He said, for this cause I suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Why not, Paul? Why not, Paul? Why not, Paul? Why not you ashamed? For I know whom I have believed. Here we go. And I am persuaded. Mm -hmm. I am totally convinced 
that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Okay? Against that day. That difficult day. That day you stand before not only possibly the Lord, but you stand before heathen folks that want to slander you and belittle you, maybe slap you around, maybe maybe just associate with them. Guess what? God will never turn his back on the man or woman of God. Amen. Okay? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life no angels, no principalities, no powers, no thing present, no things to come, no height, no death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Let me let me give you a couple examples. I, I just I just had a good time this week working on this. Faith. Is living by the power of God. You can have all of you can say, I got faith, but if your faith is not being lived out, it ain't faith. Okay? It ain't faith. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. I'm not gonna read all these. He offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Listen, Cain knew like Abel knew. Because they had been taught by Adam and Eve what God required. Okay? So this one, this probably was not Abel's first encounter with his rebellious brother. His rebellious brother probably had a history of having problems with the demands of God. Just like us. Just like us. I, 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 there's a whole lot of folks, I talk to a whole lot of Christians that have issues with the demands of God. Now, they may say, I got an issue with you, Reverend, but I know there's a lot of folks that have issues with the word of God. I say like this, God said it. That settles it. Okay? By faith, Noah, being warned of God of the things not seen yet, moved with fear, prepared to ark to the saving of his house. How about that? How about that? Never rained before and never sprinkled before. Okay? But by faith, Noah moved with reverence. Stay with me. Stay with me. By faith, Abraham. Okay? Here's the, here's the one I want to get to. By faith, by the power of God, working in his life. That's not, we, we, see, there's words that we use sloppily in Christian, in Christian circles. You know, we use grace sloppily. We use mercy sloppily. We really, we really use God's love sloppily. Okay? But, but we use faith sloppily. Faith is an action word. It's a do-something word. Okay? So, so in Hebrews 11.5, it says, By faith, Enoch, was translated that he should not see death. I'm going to read all this. And was not found. Why was he not found? They wanted to kill Enoch. People wanted to kill Enoch. Listen, we need more preachers. We need more Christians worth being killed. Amen. I'm serious. 
Your, your Christianity ought to, you, it ought to, it ought to make woke folks want to kill you. Amen. Oh, Amen. We, we ain't worth dying. We ain't worth killing. <laughs> we need to get on people's nerves. We need to get on their nerves. We need to get on their nerves with the gospel. Not just, not just doing it out of spite. Just, you know what, preach the word. Amen. Okay? Get some persecution. Get some hate. I, I think, I, you know, y'all know I, I, I don't relish it, but I, you know, I embrace it. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found. Who was looking for him? His adversaries, his enemies. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute why they was looking for him. So hold that thought. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not be found. Excuse me. Because God had translated him for before his translation, before his conversion, he had a testimony. Mm-hmm. He had a testimony that he pleased God. What was his testimony? Turn with me. Turn with me to Jude 1 and, and watch his testimony. Because this is way before Jesus' day. Okay? This was, this was Old Testament. Enoch was one of the first patriots of all time. One of the first. But watch what he says. Watch what he says in Jude 14. Okay, there's only one book. It says this. And Enoch, also the seventh from Adam. How about that? The seventh from Adam. Given the number seven. And he's a seventh person. If I'm reading this right. That ever came to this world. Watch this. <laughs> and Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these sayings. Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints. What? He way before his time, don't you think? He's prophesied already because he, we already sin had entered into the world and Enoch was already prophesying to them six folks. God coming back, and he ain't coming back to play with you, okay? Matter of fact, look at verse, verse, verse 15, tell you why he's coming back. To execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds, which they ungodly committed, and all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. That's, that's where God. Now, them six folks that was before Enoch, had, they had a lot of kids back in them days. So the world was being populated, but sin had already uh-huh. entered in. But Enoch knew Jesus was coming. Amen. All right. Here's my title today. I say that to say all that. Be the word of God. Be the word of God. Margaret had on me last week. I, she said, I, I didn't understand your title, your sermon yesterday. I, he said, I, I listen to y'all probably too much. <laughs> be the word of God. Somebody say, somebody said, we sometimes we may be the what? Only Bible that some people will ever see. But you know what I'm hearing lately? Because I, I, just, I, I just can't move when God tells me to stop. I got to stop. The whole world needs what you have. 
What's the topic of conversations? If you see somebody, you start talking to somebody, you know, you toy on your job at the post office. We already discussed it. I heard Blast say it already. You run into people, and, 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 and it's something that they say almost to the T. This world, say it, this world has gone crazy. People have lost their freaking minds, okay? Cotton picking minds. They plans take me back all the way to Marcus Garvey days. Okay? So so people have lost their cotton picking minds. Now, what do I say to that? How do I respond to that? How am I, how am I asking you guys to respond to that? Because this is why we're here. This is why we're here. When I, when, I, when I read David, when I read David last week, this thing hit me. Sometimes when you be preaching and sometimes even reading and you start reading out loud and the word of God hits you in a different way than you at home and just reading it silently. And, and it says this, and y'all don't know what I said last week. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He said, our feet shall stand within the gates of old Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together, closely knit people. I believe we closely knit people. I really do. I really do. I believe we are closely knit people. I think I believe everybody in here, we love one another. Okay? Then he says this, verse 4, watch. He said, whether the tribes go up, where the people go up, the tribes of the Lord. Now, here's what they go to church for. Here's what you go to church for. Not to, not, not to hear a, a musical. Mm-hmm. Okay? No wrong with singing. He says, we go to the church to hear the testimony of Israel. To hear the testimony of God. And the testimony of God is oftentimes given the people instructions. Okay? The people of Israel went to the house of God to get instructions from the Lord. Then he says, and to give thanks. We got so much to give thanks for. Be thankful for. I don't care how rough. Yo, listen, your furnace can be gone. You still got more, so much more to be thankful for. Okay? Okay? We lose, we lose loved ones and we lose people that's dear to us. And we have a, we should have a lifetime of memories. Beautiful ones. Amen. Beautiful ones. I said, it's even like, it's a little of my, listen, four years. Just joy of my life. Just four years. I got enough to get me home. Okay? Think about what I'm saying. But we, we, we can't run around here ministering to people when we, when we depressed and, and sad and upset. And we, we who want to hear that testimony? You going to tell, listen, I got the answer for you. Now that I got that out of the way. The whole world, the Bible says the whole world lieth in wickedness. Don't that sound like today? Don't that, see somebody, went on the Bible, that's an old book, man, that book was 2,000, 3,000 years, no, see, about, that book brand new. These verses brand new to me, okay? The whole world lieth in wickedness. What's that mean? What's that mean? That means that the world, the world that we live in, okay, right here today, is filled 
with wickedness. Amen. Listen. And God said unto Noah, watch this. He can say it today. I don't know who Noah would be today. I don't know who would represent Noah today in the world we live in. But God said unto Noah, let me be Noah. People say, you like Noah, you only got eight members. <laughs> All right, so I'm Noah. So God said under Keith, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. How about that? The whole earth is filled. Anybody question that? Anybody question that? Anybody? Can you, listen, let me tell you something. If you got a 15-year-old son, okay, and he's saying that he's being bullied in school when people bullied him in school, listen, listen, listen. What he don't need is a zig nine millimeter with two fifteen round clips. Okay? I mean, who who what kind of parent knows that your child's being bullied? He comes home and says, Dad, I hate school. I hate all the kids there. I'm being bullied. He says, Son, come, I'm going down to Finn and Furs. And I'm gonna get you a zig nine millimeter with two clips, fifteen rounds. Huh? But here's the issue. The world is full of wickedness. 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 The whole world lieth in wickedness. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Here's what here's my here's 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 my test today. Here's my testimony today. Here's my word today. Be the word of God. Be the Bible. So, so when you deal with them people on your job, when you deal with them people, this is, that's a green light special. That's a green light special. You might know what a green light special is. I mean, that's a, that's a deal you got. You cannot deny. You got to get that. Okay. And the Bible said we ought to always have an answer for those who asked us about the hope that is what? In us. So when people say the whole world lies in wickedness, now you got a Bible study. You don't need to be a scholar. I think some of y'all believe y'all need to have THDs and you got to have a Masters of Divinity. And then you, you don't need all that. God's going God to get you through. He's going to bless your efforts. He's going to bless your efforts. When you sit down with that loved one or that stranger and say, listen, let me, let me, let me share a scripture with you that may explain what's going on because there ain't nothing new under the sun. Okay, there's nothing new under the sun. Okay, so when you start talking about oh, the school shootings, then you say, well, 1,100 people are going to get murdered in Chicago this year. Columbus, Philadelphia, and Detroit, all breaking records for murders this year. They crashing in the stores, and they banging and taking stuff, running out of the stores. Folks up in Washington fighting to keep abortion alive. They want, they want to be able to abort babies, partial birth, full term. I was in here and tried to explain that to my brother-in-law over the holidays. He, he said, I never heard of partial birth abortion. I Listen, listen, let me tell you something. It's a baby. They bring the head out and they stick the, the things in the head and suck the brains out. Then they pull it out and say, that's partial birth. I'm sorry, it's graphic, but it is what it is. Now they have full-term births, abortions, and they fight for that. That means the baby is delivered. Democrats and Republicans can't stand each other. 
Let me tell you something. People say, well, you, you know, I hear I hear y'all. You love Trump. I don't love Trump. I love Cindy. I love Cindy and God. So if you tell me I love Trump, you say I love him as much as I love my wife and God. I don't love Trump. Here's what I love. I love freedom. Okay? I love freedom. I love America. People say, oh, you know I, I, I love America. I love my First Amendment rights. I love to be able to stand in this pulpit and say whatever I want to say, as long as I can support it with the word of God. I love my First Amendment rights. As a matter of fact, I love my second too. Because they say, my first, I got my second. <laughs> you catch that later. Okay? Okay? that I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. I love that. I love preaching that. Okay? Okay? So, y'all tell me I love Trump no more. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me today. God's word is tough on sin. Amen? God's word is tough on sin. So here's that question. You want to be the Bible? I want you to be the Bible. I, I want you to be the Bible. Jake, when you're at the fire station, them brothers come around and say, hey, man, this world going crazy, man. And you see how them folks was acting on that last call? Here's, here's, here's your answer. Romans 128. It explains it. See, I tell people, I don't need to read the newspaper. I know what's going on in Camel. Okay, I know what's going on on the east side. I know what's going on on the west side. I know what's going on on the south side. I know what's going on in Canfield. And, and I know what's going on in West Virginia. I know what's going on in Dallas, Texas. I know what's going on in California. Because I got the word of God right here. Okay? And God has... Let me Before I even start, let me tell you what a reprobate mind is. A reprobate mind is a mind who, who, who falls deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into sin. And then the Bible says in Galatians 6, you reap what you sow. So here's Romans 128. Now watch this. I want y'all to be able to explain this. This should be easy to explain. And when you start talking to people, say, well, what's going on in the world? What's happening in the world? Romans 128. Did you read the paper? See, you just tell them, did you read the paper today? It was written 2,500 years ago. Okay. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. How about that? Don't, don't we know some folks like that? Don't we know some folks like that? They, we, they don't want to retain God in knowledge because when you know better, you do better. And the more you know about God, the more accountable you're going to be. So we don't, want to, we don't want to hold God. We don't, want to, we don't want to know nothing about God. Keep that away from me. Because if I acknowledge that I know him, then I got to acknowledge that I'm going to hell. God gave them over to a reprobate mind, a mind that falls deeper and deeper and deeper in the sin. You know people like that. And you tell them, you know what? You just tell them, y'all. See, y'all don't want no smoke. Folks, don't, you listen, I'm going to tell you something. God ain't called no cowards. Amen. If you don't want no smoke, you're in the wrong business. Amen. There's some big churches out there that they smoke free. No. Oh, they, they, they smoke free. They're not, they not going to do nothing to smoke up the place. They don't want nobody smoking. I want y'all smoking when y'all leave up out of here. Either mad at me or mad at the world. Yeah. Okay? Amen. Folks don't want no smoke. Y'all smoking up in there. It ain't wearing no masks. I hear that stuff. Anywhere. I don't care about no masks. Amen. Amen. Ready to go. Shoot, I'm ready to go. I asked any of you got all my insurance, everything, everything in place. I ain't got, I'm not worried. I'm going to be like Enoch. Translate me. Okay? 
Like, where in where where the pastor at this Sunday? Well, Cindy, come here. Well, he, Jeremy, you got to preach because he got translated last night. He gone. <laughs> oh my! God gave them over. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Watch this now. To do those things which are not convenient. Okay? To do things that don't bring God glory. That, that bring shame to, to, to God's name. God gave them over. God, just you can't live like that and say you serve me. Amen. Okay? Here we go. Here we go. The world we live in, lying wickedness. Watch this now. Stay with me because y'all going to have to tell somebody about this. Okay? Being filled with unrighteousness. Talk about the world. The whole world life and wickedness, being filled with unrighteousness. You know some folks that's full of it, right? Full of unrighteousness. It don't matter when you talk to them. It don't matter when you see them. You can see them at the mall. You can call them on the phone. You can see them just wherever. And they full of it. All the time. Because God has given them over to a reprobate mind. And that's all they know. That's all they know. Being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. Now watch this verse. Who knowing the judgment of God. Still get on the plane and ride over to Jeffrey Epstein's island. Knowing the judgment of God. See, this is what a reprobate mind do. It just sinking, sinker, sinker, sinker. Somebody had a song back in the day, slipping in the darkness. You slipping in the darkness. And we was out on, we was we was in the club. I rode by the Davis nightclub on my way here today. I said, Cindy, remember them days? She said, I ain't never been in there. <laughs> there slipping in the darkness listen who knowing the judgment of God now come on now even when we was lost we still knew the judgment of God even when we was doing we was even when we was unmerciful covenant breakers without natural affection proud murderous malicious we still knew the judgment of God you are born with a spot in your soul reserved for the knowledge of God. You know, it's in your heart. You know. They can tell me all they want. I'm an atheist. I'm an apostate. I don't believe in God. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Amen. You believe in him. But you wouldn't even know him. You wouldn't even mention his name. Okay? Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but watch, have pleasure in them do it. Now I have all the definitions of all the words in that verse, but think that do that on your own, on your own homework, because the whole world is filled with unrighteousness and wickedness. Be the Bible. Be the Bible. Well, how did you? How did you escape? That's the question somebody would have to ask you when you start explaining them. What happened to you? How did you how did you get out? Because I'm, 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 I look at people, I see them holding bars. I see them hold, you, ever, you know, I used to go to prison and visit people, and you know, anybody in here ever been to prison and visit people? I'm not, I'm not a real prison. 
and they got the glass, and you said, and they got the little hole in the glass, and, and you talking to them. I'm sitting there so sad, okay? And I'm like, man, I got the answer. They, some people don't even want the answer. Locked up. Don't want to hear about Jesus, even locked up. I can get you out of here. How did you get out? Listen, here's how you get out. You didn't decide to get out. Okay? You didn't decide to get out. The Bible says, and you have he quickened. Amen. Okay? Who were dead in trespasses and sin. God got to say, you know what? God got me out. God got me out, woke me up, and, and, and I realized the error of my ways, and I will never, ever turn from serving the Lord. I was deceived, and God gave me discernment. See, a whole lot of stuff come with this salvation thing, okay? I was deceived. I can speak, I can speak in first person. I was deceived. By who? Absolutely. Revelation 12, 9. And the, and the great dragon was cast out. Watch this. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. You know, he got a bunch of names in here. Satan, the devil, old serpent. I mean, watch this. Which deceiveth. Remember what I told you about deceiving? Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That's all he's going to do. He never going to stop. He never changed his program. Okay? He's a deceiver of the whole world. The Bible says he deceiveth the whole world. That includes us. Okay? That includes us. Listen. Be the Bible. Finally, my brother. Finally, my brother. See, this is, this is how the word of God is preached. Finally, my brother. Talking to you guys. Be strong in the Lord. In the power of his might. Okay? Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Watch verse 12. All you got to do is pay attention. I was talking to somebody. I was talking to somebody last week. I ain't gonna name his name. He in here. He said, "How you know all that stuff?" I said, "I watch. I watch people. I follow this. I follow what the world doing. I know what the world doing. I see. I see the evil of it. Okay, it's evil." He says, "Paul, for we wrestle." Not against flesh and blood, okay, but against against principles and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And this is what you're seeing in the world today. We're seeing it in the world today. We're seeing it in these trials and stuff. We're seeing spiritual wickedness in high places, high places, high places. The world. The world has been deceived, deceived by the devil. How about that? How about that? You know what? When you come to the Lord, God will call you out if you still fall for Satan's deceptions. 
Somebody, somebody, somebody told me the other day. Well, what about what about preachers who 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 deceive people? What about preachers who who teach a false doctrine and teach false message to people? You know what? When somebody talks to me like that, I think about our Bible studies. I think about some of the stuff that we talk about. You know, the, the problem is not the preacher. You have a responsibility as a hearer. Okay? The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. A workman. Rightly dividing the word of truth. See, a lot of folks come to, come to church. They was going to have a good time. And by the time the music stopped, they already done checked out. But that word from that from that wicked, evil, false teacher is still going into their spirits, and they don't know what they don't know what he said today, but it sounded good. And all they can remember, possibly, was the songs that they sang. Let me tell you something: singing is wonderful, and I love singing. I love music. Okay, but the word of God. Okay, the word of God trumps all that. Hear something, okay? You got to hear something. And there's a problem we, we don't hear. See, there's a problem we don't hear, and a problem in our country today is folks don't hear. They don't hear. And I'm going to give you this last verse, and this is, I'm not going to go real long today. I'm not. Listen, people ask you, they ask me, what is going on in the world today? Remember we we talking last couple Wednesday ago about the about the man who came to the wedding and and everybody was had on the right stuff everybody had on the right stuff and this guy did not he didn't have on the right stuff now we don't we battle with that verse we don't know whether it was clothing whether it was inter, inside or outside but whatever it was God saw it God saw it and the Bible said when God approached the man and asked him what you doing here without the wedding garment on. What did he say? He ain't say nothing. Matter of fact, he just he. The matter of fact, the Bible said, and he was speechless, Amen. speechless, speechless. He wasn't tongue tied. He wasn't nervous because he was talking to somebody famous. Okay, he was speechless because he had no excuse for why he didn't come prepared. Amen. And you, if you walk up, and I'm just using this as a, a bad illustration, if you walk up to the pearly gates and, and you don't have a, a valid reason for being there, you're going to be sitting here like, speechless. I never knew you. He'd be flipping through the pages. You're, I don't see your name. You don't have a reservation. You probably need to be in that line going down. <laughs> Okay, you might be in the wrong. You, you know, I, you, you, you ever been somewhere? You stand in line for a long time. You get there, you don't got the. You need, you need, you need your, you need your title and your registration. And see, now you just stood in line for an hour and a half. You get there, and you ain't got the right stuff. Think about how crazy that's gonna be when you stand before God. People, this is a good one too. Folks say, "What's going on in the world?" What's going on in the world? Here's what's going on. Same thing that was going on years ago. People say, well, well Pastor, this is what I hear. They say, oh, that, the Old Testament is written to Israel. No, all scripture. All scripture is what? Profitable. 
That, that's, that's all I'm going to go with that. All scripture is profitable. Somebody, well, you, can't take, you can't take what God wrote to Hosea and apply it to the day. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Now, whether you, you don't have to listen, but I can. Because it's in the word of God. It's in the word of God. God said it. That settles it. Okay? So Hosea, Hosea 4, watch this. I'm going to go verse by verse and I'm going to be done. Hear the word of the Lord. See? Folks don't want to hear that. Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord have a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Here we go. What's the controversy? Talk to the Bible. When you're studying your Bible, talk to the Bible. It's a, it's a person. It's a, it's a living word. Okay? It's a living word and you can understand it. Talk to it. Ask it some questions. Why? Why does God have a controversy with the land? Don't just keep reading like you trying to speed read through it. Take your time with the word of God. Be intimate with it. Okay? He says, hear the word of the Lord. You children of Israel, for the Lord have a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. What's the controversy? Here it is. Because there is no truth. Amen. There is no truth. That's an indictment to the preachers. That's an indictment to the priests. The priest's responsibility was to speak truth to the people. There's no truth. And when there's no truth, there's no mercy. Because mercy and truth, bosom buddies. Okay? There's no truth. There's no mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. That's interesting. Because when you don't have no truth, and when you don't have no nurse mercy, and you don't have no knowledge of God in the land, now you got 1,100 murders in Chicago, and you got folks killing folks, running through, getting in cars, running through crowds of people. You got all this foolishness going on because there's no truth, there's no mercy, and there's no knowledge of God in the land. Amen. Now, now he's going to talk to some more people. By swearing. Mm-hmm. Now that, that could mean cussing, but by swearing, it also could mean making covenants and contracts with people and not holding up, not being true to them. It could be political where you have politicians, they get sworn in, they're going to do the right thing. But then when they get in, they don't do the right thing. By swearing and lying. Anything worse than a liar? I heard somebody say a thief. No, I think a liar is worse than a thief. Okay? Now, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, maybe some wiggle room, but I'm going to stay with lying. Because I'd rather you steal from me than lie to me. Because you lie to me, you're stealing from me, because you're stealing, you're stealing my consciousness. I don't trust you. Okay, if you're a thief, I know I can, I can hide everything when you come visit me. <laughs> okay? By swearing and lying and killing. And killing. Be doing a lot of killing. Ain't we doing a lot of killing? Too much. Too much killing. A lot of killing going on and stealing. Now, but see, see the word I speak is it's 2,000 years old, but it's, it's yesterday. By stealing. Folks just stealing. Folks just stealing. Mm-hmm. Stealing. Just walking. There's home invasions. I, see, that's the worst one there. That's the worst one for me. Because they even picked the right, all these two old couples, and you're just going to break it, kick their door down, go in their house, and that's just, that's just bad. That's just doggish. Then you shoot them, you go to jail. You shoot them, you go to jail. Now I got, you know, here I am, 80 years old in jail because I shot somebody and broke in my house. And Watch this. Stealing. And committing adultery. The 
let, let me talk about this. Because adultery is a double-edged word. Okay. You, got, you got spiritual adultery, okay? And then you got you got physical adultery. You got, you know, you just you just you just ain't no good. Adultery. Committing adultery. That, I mean it's a constant thing. And then we as Christians, think about it. I remember back in the day, couple, not, not too long ago, had a couple good friends. Good friends. I they worked with them and stuff. We used to golf with them. They was married. They was married. I was married. And I was I was a preacher. And they would call me. And I would call them. If they if their wife answered the phone, I, I would talk to them like I talked to Sylvia. And we just because i I knew their wife. I knew them and I was close with them. I'd call them. And, and, and if the person I was looking for wasn't home, I talked to the wife. How you doing? What's been going on? They we talked 10-15 minutes. Both of them, both of these guys. Okay? So 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 one day we went golfing together, and and, and they weren't going golfing. They just used me. I be going golf with with Reverend, and they got to the golf course. They met their girlfriends and left. I was done with them. I almost said it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I was done. That'd be like me calling Columbus Toy. I said, hey, Toy, what's going on? Did you throw all them uh, Democratic ballots away like we talked about? <laughs> well, I mean, we just be talking. And then, 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 I, then Columbus said, hey, man, we're going to go out. And then he, he, see, got the hookup. <laughs> Committing adults here. And as Christians, as Christians, we, we got to call that out. See, we don't want no smoke. I would have said something. I would have said something. And that wife would have a good reason to, to hate my guts. She would have a, wouldn't she? Wouldn't she, Toya? She had a good reason. I'm cloaking for him. Y'all be coming up with some stuff. You and Margaret, I'm going to have to separate y'all. You and Ann be coming up with some stuff. And then they got Blanche back. I don't know. I'm cotton picking. I'm not hearing some stuff today. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Therefore, the land, when all this stuff is going on, when lying is going on, swearing is going on, killing is going on, stealing is going on, the, you know, the folks that you trust is committing adultery, then it said, and they break out. All the sins break out, and blood touches blood. Blood touches blood. And there's not a person in this room, and I know this audience, that have not had a loved one, a friend, somebody close to you, been murdered and gunned down. Blood touches blood. You know what? And every time you read about it, every time I hear about it, every time I hear somebody get murdered, I think about the time when my nephew that I love dearly was murdered. And I'm sure Toya deal with that same thing and some of y'all deal with that same thing. Blood touches blood. Isn't that never ending? Never ending. Watch verse 3 and I'm going to leave this alone. No, I'm not. Look at verse 3. Watch with all this stuff going on, lying, stealing, God got a controversy, no truth, no mercy, no knowledge, stealing and killing. Listen, therefore the land shall mourn. Is not our land mourning today? Is not our land mourning today? And it's mourning because all the bloodshed and everything, and it's mourning all these folks dying of COVID. And, 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 and we don't even know, we don't even know if we really trust the folks who in charge. Amen. That is that is that is why we mourn. We don't know what to do. 
do? Take a booster, take a booster, take a booster. Vaccinate your kids. Vaccinate your pets. Where's common? Vaccinate, you know, if you see a if you see a deer in your yard, put this out in the yard, because you know if they eat it, they old, they won't have COVID. It, you see, I don't know, we don't know what to we don't know what to believe. And the whole land mourn, and everyone that dwelleth there languish. All the way to verse six. All the way to verse six. My people. That's, that's interesting. My people. See, the text says my people. Now, 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 there's another one that says my people. If my what? If my people who are called by my name. So whenever you see my people in the, in the Old Testament, you're talking about God's people. Amen. See, see, God is saying that his people that are called by my name should have knowledge. You see, one of the great sins that we have as the people of God, we don't have enough knowledge. That's what all, I'll never have as much knowledge as you, Dr. Neil. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you something what you will have. Because I don't have as much knowledge as Dr. whatever, whoever, whatever. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> but you're going to have as much knowledge as you desire. You're going to be like Solomon. Remember Solomon in, in 2 Kings and Solomon? Solomon didn't know what was going on. He got cast into a role that he wasn't prepared for. He didn't know how to deal with it, but he knew his father's God. And he, he, he went to God. He said, God, listen, this, what, this assignment that you gave me is way too big for me. This is the, this is the Keith Neal version. Okay? This assignment is way too big for me. How can I do it without your wisdom? And, and he prayed to God for wisdom instead of the deaths of his enemies. And God said, because you did not ask for the deaths of your enemies, I'll give you all the wisdom you need to run that kingdom. How about that? See, we, see God has given us all the wisdom we need to serve him. Ask. Ask. If any man lacks wisdom... Ask of God. That's James 3 3, I believe. Ask of God. He'll give it to you. There's no excuse. So you won't have no excuse. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You ain't gonna have no excuse. Mm -hmm. Don't you ain't using me. You ain't getting up there and saying, well, you know what? And when I was at church, that dude, he didn't, he didn't give us enough. He didn't give me what I needed. He didn't give me, he didn't give me the information I needed. God ain't gonna tell you, God ain't falling for that. Okay? Watch what he says. I'm gonna finish this. My people are destroyed. Are destroyed. Who's going to destroy them? God's going to destroy them. He, he said, my people who ought to know better are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. For a lack of knowledge. How about that? Now watch what he says. I'm going to finish this. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. Okay. It wasn't that knowledge wasn't available. Knowledge was available. Knowledge was right at their fingertips, and they rejected it. I want that knowledge because with that knowledge comes responsibility. And I don't want the responsibility of being a faithful child of God. They don't talk about being a preacher or a deacon or just a faithful child of God. There's much work to do. And he says, because thou hast rejected knowledge. Uh-oh. He gets smoky in here. Okay. 
One day, one day I'm going to get to go to one of these big mega churches. They're going to say, well, we didn't run out of preachers. Can you come preach, Reverend Neil? I'm, like, I'm on my way. Okay? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they how? Because thou has rejected knowledge. Here we go. Watch. I will also reject thee. Okay? I'll tell you something. Folks going to have a hard time explaining why they stopped coming to church. Why they stopped coming to church. Why they stopped coming to Bible study. Why they stopped coming to Sunday school. They're going to have a hard time with it. Okay? You better be on Zoom. You better get you some knowledge. Because you're not going to stand before God without knowledge. Okay? I will reject thee. That thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of God. I will also forget thy children. Let me tell you all something. You look at the condition of these young people today in our world. And then you look at their parents. Okay? The parents reject God. Guess what? Children reject God. Okay? And we had a godless generation. There was a time not too long ago, probably 20, 25 years ago, church be full of children. Full of children. There's so many children that get on your nerve. Preachers get on the preacher's nerve. Couldn't even, couldn't even preach. Had to open up nurseries and stuff. Not today. Not today. But let, let football practice be on Sunday morning. Okay? Let that football game, that soccer game, that cheerleader practice. Oh, they're going to get there. They're going to get there. So they're, they're, they're without excuse. Oh, the children are bad in church. Don't worry about them being bad in church. They're in church. Amen. Okay? Some of the baddest people in church are the quietest ones. Amen. Amen. They ain't going to say, man, ain't quiet. You too smoky. You in my business. All that kind of craziness. I done preached 53 minutes. Father, in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ, I'm just going to say thank you today. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the power of God. Father God, we want to be the Bible. We want to have an answer for those who asked us about the hope that's in us. Here's why the world is crazy. Romans 1.28. Here's why the world is crazy. Hosea 1 through 6. Learn those verses and share them with folks because they speak volumes. God's Amen. word. God's word will not return void. Amen. Amen.